Welcome to the Divorce TV Show live stream and today I'm talking with Sally Rule. Now Sally is a homologist and I bet you've never heard of one of those before so this is going to be a really interesting conversation. <laughs> Welcome Sally. Welcome Sally. So we have to start with what is a hom homologist? <laughs> Hello Susie, thank you very much indeed for inviting me. The homologist is the expert with your home. Um, the ologist bit is the expert, and obviously the home is quite uh, self-explanatory. So I can help you with your home in whatever capacity that would be. Brilliant. And so with for those watching, maybe wondering why that's, uh, I mean, most people realise that divorce, family separation does often involve moving home. But what could you give some examples of how you help people who are in those what I call family change situations. Sure. Um, as we know, in any home, it's emotional, whether you're in it or looking for it or moving out of it or whether you're making changes to it. And so what I have set up um, in 1999 is basically a service to hold your hand and to make sure that you are comfortable and safe in whatever situation you are in. So for families that are changing or maybe making a separation or divorcing, it means that I can hold your hand, which forever party, leaving or staying, to be able to be happy and enable the house to look after you as well, to make sure that you're supported in whatever decision that you're choosing to make. So um, on a practical basis, that would be... Uh somebody's got to sell the house perhaps so they need right. it to sell as quickly for as much money as possible would that would that be covered absolutely it's i would i would be invited to go into the property to make sure that i could see what potential the house has to then help prepare and um, present the home to sell to invite local agents in so that they can give their valuation of that time um, of the property that's on the market or should be going to the market. Um, we can then involve the agent or not, um, because if there's a definite time scale to work to, there is always an option of auction, which also oh, yes. I can hold your hand with as well. So I'm really going to be looking after whoever is making the decision of if that house has to be sold to make sure that it's presented in the best presentation it can be to be to attract the right purchasers to achieve the most it can for wherever you're going to move to and therefore wherever you're going to move to I can also help find your next home and of course are, are you ever always tending to work with one person or do you often work with two so it might be that uh, one parent needs to downsize with the children to release some funds and the the has their spouse also need somewhere to live and hopefully there's enough for them to to buy or, or rent do you help them with that or is it only for buying no it's for rental as well Susie and in fact um, I deal with one or both parties and um, because I'm impartial and everybody's requirements are different and specific to them there's no conflict of interest so I, I'm able to help both parties in whichever scenario they're in to buy or to rent and generally and especially in the last year that I've been working with um, a number of 
people making that separation to give them some breathing space is to go into rental because then they've got breathing space for, for a year to stop, to collect their thoughts, to find out what they want to do because sometimes people go back together. So sometimes it's necessarily, it's necessary, sorry, to actually have that breathing space for emotions to settle. Great. So actually you could be helping people come back together just by simply having, because yeah. knowing, having somewhere to live where you feel sort of safe and, and want to be is, is key to people's mental well-being, isn't it? Um, yes. And, and that kind of brings us on, I think the, the, the mental well-being side I think is key here because yeah. it's incredibly stressful uh, moving house, especially if you, you know, I've been in that situation where I didn't want to move house, but the situation meant I didn't have any choice. It had to happen because there were debts that needed to be paid off. Um, and of course, it turned out to be the best thing in the world, but I didn't feel that at the time. So you must often be dealing with people who are not looking excitedly forward to their new home, that they're in a very traumatised place. And that that must have its own uh, challenges as well when you're having to work with, with them. It, it certainly does, Susie, and, and I've been in that place myself. External situations have been that you have to make the choice to, for your own well-being, move, or sideways move even. Um, I do. I become a counsellor. Um, I've got very large shoulders, I've got big ears, and I listen. And uh, I have big hands to hold you and wrap my arms around you to, to make sure that you know that you're supported in that environment. And because it's emotional and it's financial, in balance and in parallel, it does mean that it's a another perspective of looking at things when you're in that turmoil and in that dreadful place of you don't think there's anywhere you could be. And do you um, do you think that because I, th I think people, some people will be thinking, well, you know, well the estate agent deals with it all, uh, especially if they haven't moved house uh, ever before or, if, or only once into the place they're in, or maybe they're actually renting and now want to buy. But of course, you know, the estate agent, however wonderful they are, isn't going to be able to give that level of, of psychological support and understanding. Uh, they're busy no. people. But there's other practical reasons of what you do that they're not going to get from the estate agent, what would you summarise those as being? Um, yeah, again, you're absolutely right, Susie. The estate agent is there as a transactional process. They're going to come, they're going to give you their opinion of the property value at that time. They're not valuations, but they're appraisals of that time. Um, and they're there to put the property on the market, to promote it and to sell it. They're not there to un fully understand how you're feeling, all the emotions that are attached to it, whether you've got the, the pieces of paper that your kids have drawn, they're on the fridge and they're on the, on the wall, how that's going to manifest itself and how that's going to affect you when you move and if you can take it. So all those things, I literally spend the time with them to either put it in storage until another time to throw it away and start again as a, as a new adventure, or we take it with us. So could you give some kind of examples of clients that you've, you've helped just to help people fully understand why, you know, yes. how different it is from 
that they, they would be unreasonable to expect this from their estate agent. <laughs> so just recently in the last six weeks, um, uh, a local lady here to myself um, made the choice to separate and she needed to remove herself from the situation, um, never moved before on her own. So coming back to the point that you made before, came to me and said, help. So we sat down and it's very, very simple, logical questions like, do you have your own bank account? Is a mobile phone in your name? Do you own your car? Where's the insurance? It's very, and I'm sure questions that you ask as well, Susie, but I go back to basics because if I know that they're moving, they need to be able to pay for things. They need to be able to have everything in their own name and not have anyone that close to their shoulder. So there's a process and time and planning to do all this. You can't, you could just get up and leave, and I've done it myself, but this is not that situation. So it's getting her ready, getting the person that's leaving ready in their own mind and in their own mindset ready to do that. We had a budget to work to. I did all the research for her while she carried on with her life. I just showed her two properties, one of which I knew she would would be the right thing for her. She'd made the decision to say yes. I then negotiated the best terms for her. Um, it was appropriate that I do the, and this was a parental, so it was very quick. I did the, uh, attended the inventory check-in, so luckily I knew the lady as well that was doing that, so we, we've known each other for many years, so it was very simple to go through. But the inventory checking is very important because deposit is held against that. So it's important to know whether anything's broken or needs repairs or, or not. I then held the keys because I was taking them on behalf of my client. When it was appropriate, gave her the keys to move in. And then she was able to sort out her own bills in her own name, in her own time, when she felt strong enough. So I... I I am that sort of guardian holding your hand, Angel. <laughs> and with and with a buying a property, what or, yes. or and and or selling as well, what kind of areas do you support people in that that they wouldn't would be un, un, unlikely from the estate agent? So the estate agent is going to only concentrate on selling the property. So if you're looking to find a new property, again, I'll understand all your must have wants and and if possible would likes. Uh, list of requirements, I physically go and search. So I will go to the area in which you're looking within your budget and your time scales because that's also going to be a limitation of what I can do within a time system for yourself. I will search. I will then preview all the properties because what you see online is not always in reality. Yeah. And I will come back and give feedback at every juncture. I'm very communicative. So they're always knowing that they can we can speak at any point of the time. My my door is always open. My phone is always open. Can um, I just just I, ask? Can I just ask yes. if they were um, if if you're looking for properties for them that maybe aren't local to you, maybe further away, um, even without physically going to view them? I imagine that you're good at spotting <laughs> the estate agent language for things and checking out. So you basically save them hours and hours of trawling through Right Move and all of those yeah. things, trying to work out if this is a place they should spend the time to go and have a look at, which if it's a bit further away would of course be even more important. Absolutely, and mm. I've done that recently with um, P. 
people wanted to buy in Cornwall and Devon and thinking they know what they want and in reality we bought something completely different because uh, there's a different set of questions when I'm talking to people. I've been in the state agency since 1985. So I'm being an estate agent, letting agent and home search consultants so I have a lot of years under my belt. And there are certain questions that I can ask with, an, with a, an understanding to save myself time and therefore saving client time. So I will do a research if it's further away on the telephone, not on right move. Um, on the telephone to speak to agents directly I will then filter that, then make a decision to go and see everything. So I may take two days and go down and stay in the in, in environment because I prefer to not waste anybody's time. Um, again, come back after the preview, suggest it to the, the, the shortlist to my client, rearrange a viewing day. I drive them generally so that I can talk and chat all the way through about the pros and cons of location and property. They will see the most suitable properties to suit their requirements. They choose. And then I negotiate mm -hmm. on their behalf the best terms I can and hold their hands all the way through the process. So again, it's very much more than just some just looking online because you yeah, don't know definitely. <laughs> Especially for the buying side. I can hundred yes. percent see the benefits yeah. of that. When it comes to selling, um yeah. uh, they if, if do you advise that people have a local estate agent as well and you do extra things on top explain that a little bit little bit to me sure so um selling is a, a slightly different process i i like to come in to make sure that i believe there are three three elements to selling there's you the homeowner there's the property itself and then the agent so you, the homeowner, again, there are three elements there. So I want you to be prepared. So your legals are sorted. We know we've got a solicitor already engaged or ready and waiting to be engaged, so you're ready. We know that you've, your finances are ready and where they are and how easily available they are. All the paperwork relating to the house needs to be in one place. And is your house registered and where's the title? Because some properties aren't even registered. So that just takes time. Then the house needs to be prepared. So I like to go in and make sure that it's cleared, it's decluttered generally, it's cleaned, it's repaired and maintained because the best we can do for our homes have kept us safe and protected us all this life is so thank you to them. And moving on and welcoming new residents, it means that the better we can present our home, the, the, the more welcome it will be received by the, by the audience. So we get that to a stage. I tend to like to bring my photographer in because homes are about light, space and storage. I don't want to see a kettle or a bath or a newel post because that's subjective. Mm. Bring, I bring in and invite the local agents, which could be local and could be um, hybrid. It could be a big corporate. But I will choose and we will choose with us because it's always about working with the client itself themselves to find the right agent for the property. Find the right agent for the property and I will negotiate their fee the best I can for them. Sometimes the client would like me to mediate between themselves and the agent because they don't want to deal with the agent. So I can, that's another service that I can offer. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we can work, the client can work directly with the, the agent. I'm always going to be on the outside waiting and watching and being there just in <laughs> case anyone needed any um, help or advice. And then again, work through that process with them. 
for, so if someone wanted me to mediate, I would host the viewings for them. I create a, a document for my clients so that everything is transparent, so that we know where the stopcock is, we know where the, the diffuse board is, we know what's mm. been done in the last five years. Because I believe that if someone's presented with, a, with the information that they need, if they like the, ha the location that's within their budget, they like the house, they can go home, have a glass of wine, read through the information. That's and make such a, a good, such a good thing, because and that's not not offered by uh, that I'm aware of by estate agents. They don't put it together. You know, you, they rely on you sort talking as you walk around the house, saying, "Oh, and I've replaced the boiler fairly recently, and I've got the, you know, guarantees for the conservatory." Yeah. But that's you know, this in one ear and out the other, probably. And I, I think that's great that you have a little little booklet they can go yeah. home with. So really, really, yeah. really supporting the sale. That's fantastic. Yes. Um, and you mentioned earlier that your own experiences, and I think this is really important because um, obviously I often refer people and I always like to refer people to people who really understand the trauma, quite frankly, of, yeah. of where they are because it's not something you... I don't care you know, how sympathetic and lovely someone is. It's it's very different when you know what, it, what it's like to be in that particular situation. And... Yeah. Uh, and and it is such a delicate time for people and they are you know they're not always thinking and acting in as speedily as they might otherwise so they do need a bit of patience <laughs> and a yes. lot more love than they may get from your average person who's just like why can't they just do this or you know and, and, and I understand that frustration but yeah you just have to accept that that's where they are at that time and be understanding yeah. of it and also keep things moving along um yes. so how is it that you have such a, a a deep knowledge shall we say of this of this area thank you susie i i bought my first house with my partner in 1985 and we got married and had a dog and within a couple of years of being married i needed to remove myself from the situation for my my security and safety and sanity so i packed a bag and I walked out of my house, even my dog and my home and my husband and moved into the local YMCA, which had just opened. And so I was first one of the first 12 inmates as we like to call ourselves then. It was a long time ago. Um, but I wish I knew me then. I wish I knew me, Sally Will, the homologist then because the homologist then would have said, don't worry, I'm going to find you a rental that will take a dog so you can take your possessions and you can be in behind your own front door and stop. And so I set up my business in 1999, having gone through walking away, giving my house back, um, working three jobs to pay for my divorce um, and working in a proper job as well um, <laughs> in the property industry and um, finding that it was okay. I survived. I, I, no one had gone through what I did. I was only 25, 26 years old. Um, it was heartbreaking for my parents. Um, but become a, I think of our age group, we just get on with it. So mm -hmm. I got on with it. And with that experience of doing it all by myself, I'm very well, um, 
versed in helping others so i'm very much of a person to say you need your own bank account you need your own car and your own name you need your mobile phone your own name you need to have your passport ready because once you have that that's your identity and i had all that because i i'd lived by myself before i got together with this chap and so therefore i already had all my stuff and all my papers in my name but for a lot of people that I work mm. with and who, who, I, who I assist, they don't. Yeah. And so it's very important for us to go through that planning stage of where we are, have got all our ducks in a row and our house is in order for us to take that next big step. Um, so, yeah, my sole intention for when I set up was to make sure that people didn't go through what I went through and had help should they decide that's what they wanted to do. I, I don't know about you, but I think this seems to be a rise in the number of people who are in, uh, shall we say, controlling, even abusive relationships. And, and it's, as you say, often don't have um, even their own bank account, don't have, no. don't know where the paperwork is because their spouse, uh, male or female, has been, oh, yes. the, they control all of that. And this does, this is why it's so important, as you say, those first questions are, just the nitty gritty basics um and uh, yeah that's something i've definitely uh, definitely discovered and even more important then for those um those people to have that additional support i was listening to radio 4 today and they said that uh, in the statistics up until i think fairly recently the statistics for women in uh, abusive relationships they only went up to the age of 65 like anyone older than that, you just didn't count. Right? <laughs> in the statistics, so shocking. Oh dear. Yeah, um, I think they've. Worrying. I think they've. I think they've rectified that now. But uh, but that's just yeah. I've never ceased to be amazed um, about. This. So so I think more and more people are starting to realise that they are actually in these situations, and therefore, um, but to to leave is such a massive and sometimes dangerous uh, move. Yes. So they do need to have that additional support because you know the, the the opportunity to go to the local ymca has actually got less these days now <laughs> it's yes. much more difficult yes. um so could you give a sense because obviously uh it, it, there's there's a cost to yes. to the service so just so people sort of realistic how do you how do you explain so people know that actually i should definitely have a word with sally so are, are there different levels or different aspect, aspects to your service that a wide range of people can access. Yeah, and um, thank you. So, uh, it, initially, please just pick up the phone or arrange a, a call because I'm, I'm very happy to give you a complimentary um, telephone or video call because until I understand where you are, then I can meet you where you are and then I can help you forward. Um, yes, there's a cost and I think that will depend on which service and where you are in that time frame. Um, but if you're needing to move out for whatever reason, um, it would be generally be a minimum of about £1,800 to move you because there's a lot of time and um, research to do in that first instance. Um, and that would take you, that would get you out to a rental property. So William can start again and breathe, and uh, we can then hold your hand and then nurture you to make sure that you're feeling much better about yourself and having that confidence and that 
strength to then take the next step, whatever that next step may be. Would that include the supporting the selling the property the property you might be in, or would that be just the fi finding you so somewhere? So that would just be a finding right for a rental property. Yeah. Um, if we need to sell the property, um, <clears throat> difficult because property I'm dealing with is from Cornwall to Nottingham at the moment. So mm. there will be an initial um, once I once I know what you need and where you are, then I can make a put a proposal forward. But there'll yeah. be an initial uh, visit to the property. And once I know what you need in order to achieve the best price, then I can give you a proposal then. So that's yeah. that's a bit more difficult to actually yeah, quantify it depends at this on... moment in time. Sorry, I can't give you a... Yeah. But they, in other words, it's, it's dependent on what they, they, they need. So you have a chat and, and work it yes. out. It's not just like At... a set, boom, that's no, 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 it. No, no. Yeah. I think people's... Fantastic. Like, like with your business, Susie, I think everybody's individual and some people have a different... Um, have, have very different requirements, which I might mm. be able to help, I might not be able to help. So that initial complementary consultation is really important for both of us to mm. be able to understand how we can work together. And uh, finally, I think it'd be really great to know, I'm sh that you must know there's so, when you talk to people, and obviously I get this a lot, but people will start talking and you just think, oh no. <laughs> Why didn't you talk to me before? So what are the, uh, the sort of common mistakes that people make that you come across time and time again that if they had a quick chat with you, they might have avoided? Oh, gosh, yes. Um, listening to their friends is the first, or their family. Um, and I don't mean to be rude when I, or disrespectful, but they're not going through the pain that you're going through. And working with somebody such it could be myself it could be someone else that's gone through it but someone else that understands that your needs will be very different now than the people that will be we giving you um, advice with the greatest of intentions but they're not standing in your shoes um and i hear and i find that a lot with people who who share that information so i have to wait till they release all that um, people taking the first property that they see, first rental, and not not making, um, not really taking the time to research. Um, people who have made um, bad decisions through panic and fear, who are listening again maybe to agents, whether they're letting agents or estate agents, who are doing that transactional process, but again they're not standing in your shoes. Um, not getting themselves and their house in order, not getting the ducks in a row, jumping straight into it and being reactive as opposed to responsive and thinking about it. It's really important to take that time, whether you go for a walk and literally unload into the, the universe what you need mm. or what you think might be best. And I think speaking out loud when you hear it in your own head and out loud sometimes puts it into perspective when you're trying to work out what's best for you in that route forward. Um, it, it, and when people have made that decision, whether it's the right decision or the wrong decision, it's okay. We can always change because we can change our minds. We can get ourselves out of situations sometimes. Um, it's not always a done deal. So if you've, just, if you've made a choice that isn't right for you, 
then it's still worth talking because we can always find a way around. And just having that sounding board, because I can't be the only person who's ever had a work with an estate agent who said ex, suggested a price, which looked like a very <laughs> sensible price. And then yeah. the next thing is a few weeks later, they're going, oh, the, these buyers can't quite make that. Would you accept why? And why is like £25,000 less? And you're going... I'm not sure, do I really? Because <laughs> you're like, you trusted them with their valuation and suddenly they're giving you something else. And and the need to, you know, to have someone else who's uh, like yourself, who can look at it and go either, yes, take it because in your grand plan, this is, you know, it's a small lip blip and this is what you need to do. Or don't be ridiculous that this that's way under the value and you don't need to panic and rush stick, yeah. you know, to stick it out. And I think particularly when people are, dealing with a divorce situation they've got the other ex who they might not be getting yeah. on well with who's going sell 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 and and you just need someone as you say who's got an independent practical pragmatic approach to it to go you know to give sensible advice because you know doesn't um the estate agent you know wants to get the sale and sometimes they will drop far far too much <laughs> in order wow. to get that cleared off the box books and off to the next one even though they lose yeah. a, a certain amount of commission yes and, and a lot of agents and i'm generalizing here because not all agents are like it but a lot of the agents will price high and sell low to get the instruction because and they will mm. talk a great story so so that you will be saying yes that suits us because of even at that point, it might just be changing some of the appearance and the presentation of the property to achieve that price. But in my experience, and I've been around a very long time now, it, it is generally um, a price high, sell low strategy for the transaction as opposed to understanding. So I can come into the property. So I do a lot of people who haven't sold in five weeks. I know by the photographs why they haven't sold. And when I'm invited to visit, I will understand from the people who doesn't want to sell and who does want to sell because that makes a difference with the property mm. too. It might be, Susie, that the, the price is wrong, the agent is wrong, it's the wrong time for you to sell. Um, the presentation is the key part and it might just be that the economics of the country that we can't change, but I can change the other four things. And you can change four out of the five things that are, mm. are not selling the property. So again, there's always another way of, of dealing with things. But I am that sounding board because I'm impartial. It makes a difference to me whether you sell it or not. I'm not going to come and live with you, so it makes a difference how you deal with it. But it mm. does make a difference to me for you to get the best price you can for your house within the situation that you find yourself in. The uh, someone was saying to me earlier that uh, so recently rather that one of the tips they'd picked up from a TV show I think it was, which I actually put into uh, action and I think uh, it just made a lot of sense to me was to remove like a lot of the family photos and the things that are about you to leave a space for the person walking around to put themselves into into that space which I thought was a really nice idea and I and at that point I thought oh, there was a real psychology. To how this happened so how did you learn how did you learn this because it is a it is a skill it's not just just hand holding and some practical stuff it is a understanding of how of the as you say the presentation and the psychology of it yeah it it's um 
I got, my dad's a charter surveyor, so I spent a lot of time looking around buildings, commercial buildings, holding a tape, wearing a hard hat and boots. Wasn't fun as a girl. <laughs> However, I did pick up a lot of tips from my dad, who was looking at walls, space, light and storage. And so I took that with me, and it's always been ingrained in me. Um, and we all have our own style, Susie. And my style may not be the same as your style. So when we're selling our houses, we've got to appeal to the widest audience. So if you have a house that's really colorful because that's your personality and you like, I'm going to call it stuff, belongings, possessions, <laughs> knickknacks, things. I'm going to yeah. call it stuff. It's not the right word, but it's stuff. Um, we can neutralize that. And because the photographs are the first impression that anyone's going to get of your home. We can take everything out. I have props and I have cushions and I have throws and I have this and that and the other that I can take in just for the photographs and then we can remove them and then we can put your life back into your, your room again. But it means that the audience is seeing something that they can resonate with. I want to make sure that your home appeals to the widest audience because the more people that it resonates with, the more people are going to view it, the more people are going to offer on it. So for me, I'm kinetic. I feel energy. I also um, understand the right furniture in the right position in the room. I also understand about flow. Um, I understand color. Um, I'm a very simple person, but I know what works. So if I needed to pull in interior designers or I needed to enhance a particular room with a specific item, I will go find it or I would lend it from my collection of things. Um, it, it's, it's very important that the pro I believe the property has energy, and I believe that the property um, emits um, mm -hmm. uh, oh, a, its, own, its own personality, and if mm. we enhance that, then the audience and the people who are going to view it will feel that. So if we can make the rooms as big as possible, if we can show the light, if we can imagine, and when if it's the right agent, they will talk about, imagine you living here. Because mm. for someone walking into a home and feeling that they could live here, you're done, you're, it's, it's yeah. really sorted. So it's about creating that warmth and welcome. Yeah. No, that's lovely. And um, and so uh, last but not least, um, uh, what I'm going to ask you to do is when I send you the links to all the different places that this yep. interview will be, uh, if you will be able to pop your uh, details and, and links into the comments there, then people will be able to find out more and Thank uh, you. come and, and check you out. I think it's a lovely service uh, that you offer and a really important one. I think in the... I know for a fact because I've interviewed people in the past you have um, a reality a re realtor agents in America who are you know, specialize in people going through divorce and um, and I think I don't think it's quite as hands-on and no, detailed as what you're offering um, but yeah we, we kind of need those kind of estate agents as well to be teaming up with you who are working with people because it's not just divorce is it uh, or family separation it's bereavement there's all these yes. other you know illness or there's all these other reasons that you need to move home where you just need a bit of extra support don't you and especially for that 
um, going into that autumn stage of life where you, you're mm. purchasing your last home. So in the yeah. retirement village, I, I deal a lot with people as well. So I'm, I'm dealing with people who are moving from the home they've been to 40, 50 years. All those mm. memories. And they're going to move from a th four, five, six bedroom house to a one to two bedroom property. It's a huge emotional change for them. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, I'm, I, I work with people like that too. Perfect. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Sally. Thank and, you. Uh, hope to have you back on the show again in the future. Thank you for the time. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Susan. Thank you. Go, go, go out with a little bit of music. Okay. <laughs>